There's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Jesus. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Louis Intefo of the Anakazo Assembly's Cathedral of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Intefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Anakazo Assembly's Cathedral of Fakor Katwa. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God followed with miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands unto Jesus. This is the air I breathe. Oh. This is the air. Lift up your two hands.
Lift up your hands and turn the Lord. Touch us with your power. Revive us with your praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight I'm ministering for a very short time. And then uh, we will go home. Hallelujah. But it's a blessing to be back at uh, Dakoma. One of the last time I came here, three years ago, how many of you were here when I came here? Are you sure? Hallelujah. And I want to appreciate God for the life of your pastor, Mr. Richard, and his dear wife, Rita, for the work that you are doing here. It's a blessing to see all of you here, to see Mr. Mpuma, Grandpa still very strong. The last time I came here, I told you that you are going to live for a long time. You are not going now. You'll be here to 199 years. And Sano Nipa Beye Okrati Asifo Yemesumo Sano, Bonipa Bea, Akrat, yes, for the best of all. Revelation chapter five and verse twelve. The title of my message tonight is How You Can Enter into your glorious destiny. How you can enter into your glorious destiny. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 5, let's read from verse 1. The Bible says from verse 1, and I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice who is ready to open the book and to lose the seals thereof. And no man in heaven nor in earth 
Neither under the air was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, had prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamp, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth unto all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four every kindred and tongue and people and nation and has made us into our God's kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld and I heard a voice of many angels run about the throne and the beasts and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing now the scripture is explaining that Jesus was worthy to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and blessings. Hallelujah. How many of you agree with me that anybody who is experiencing this is experiencing a powerful life? A life of power, a life of riches, a life of wisdom, a life of strength, a life of honor, a life of glory, and a life of blessings. That was the life that Jesus, after he was slain, entered into. And the Bible says, the angels cried and said his word. When we say you are waiting for something, please, you, are, you qualify for it. You qualify for it. Christ has qualified for a life of power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessings. Hallelujah. Many of us sitting down here, when you look into your life, this is not what you experience. That is not how your, your, your life is. Eh? You are struggling in life. When Christ has power, you have weakness. When Christ has riches, you are poverty. You are struggling to eat three times a day. 
When Christ has wisdom, your life is one step of foolishness to another. No strength, no honor, no glory, no beauty, no blessings. Hallelujah. That is why God sent me tonight. Because God sent me to declare to you that you can enter into this glorious destiny. Clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus went about healing, casting out demons, raising the dead. Amen. And you, that must be your life. Whatever Jesus has belongs to you. Or should belong to you. Why? Because the scripture says, look at Romans chapter 8 and verse 17, that we are heirs together with Christ. We are joint heirs together with him. When you are a heir with somebody, it means that what the person has belongs to you. Amen. Romans chapter 8 and verse 16, right? Start from verse 16. The spirit is a direct witness of our spirit that we are the children of God. Verse 17. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God. And joint heirs with Christ. A believer is a joint heir with Christ. Joint. It means if Jesus has one million dollars, 
you to have one million dollars. If Jesus has 20 houses, you to have 20 houses. Yes. So what Jesus has must belong to you. But unfortunately, when we look into our lives as believers, Charlie, there's no glory, there's no power, there's no riches. Eh? We are struggling. Hallelujah. But that is about to change in your life. I didn't have your amen. That is about to change by the power of God. Hallelujah. What must you do to enter into your life, your glorious destiny? You know, Jesus sent the disciples to go and preach in Luke chapter 9. And when they came back, they said to Jesus, Luke chapter 10 and verse 17, they said, Jesus, even the devils bow down unto us. Amen. Amen. They said the devils are subject unto us through your name. And Jesus said, don't, don't worry about that. And that I'm giving you power over all the powers of the devil. A Christian must walk in power. Your life must be a life of power. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Pastor Niyama, there's a seat here. The pastor should come to the front. There are seats here, come. All the three of you, of your wife, of your wife. Yeah. As you can come here. Okay. Yeah. Sit down, sit down. Sit down. Right here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Your life must be a life of power. Power to heal. Jesus said in Mark 16, 17, these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. So that must be your life. In your work, as your workplace, in your family, if somebody is sick, before you even think about paracetamol, you should be thinking about laying hands and praying for the sick. I am showing you your destiny. Your destiny is what must happen to you or what you must be. Ushebre. Ushebre. Ushebre, they say. But many of us are so weak. We are, we are so afraid you are afraid of your colleagues at work. There's a lady that they say this one. That don't, 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 don't anger her. She'll kill you right now. Amen. But how can an unbeliever kill you? Eh? How can an unbeliever kill you? You that is born of the Spirit of God, filled with the Holy Ghost, eh? saved by the blood, covered by the blood, with angels around you. I got what I'm saying. Yeah. You are supposed to walk in power, power to heal. 
power even to, to speak to natural forces. In Joshua chapter 10, eh, Joshua spoke to the sun and the moon to stand until he fought and had victory. I'm talking about a man. A man. A man said to the sun, stop. And the sun stopped. Moon, stop. And the moon stopped. Do you understand it? Yeah. Why? Because, because life and death is in the power of your tongue. Hallelujah. Your life must be one full of riches. Jesus died so that your poverty will be turned into riches. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9 For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor that you through his poverty will become rich. Hallelujah. Amen. A Christian, a believer should not be walking around without money in your pocket. But right now as I'm speaking, you know it yourself. Your landlord, even your house, your room, you have not gone to sleep there for the last three months because you don't want your landlord to see you. Yes, you be here. I want to you man. I said, training. Yes, you be here. I want to you man. I said, training. All the serve God were rich. Abraham was rich. Isaac was rich. Jacob was rich. Even Joseph as a slave boy he became rich. So your destiny must also be a destiny of riches. Yes, riches. You must have wealth. You must have riches. You must have houses, lands, cars. You should be able to travel when you want to travel. That must be your destiny. But as I'm speaking, but that is about to change. May you enter your glorious destiny. May you enter your glorious destiny. May you enter your glorious destiny. And if you are happy about what I'm saying, I want you to clap your hands and give Jesus a wonderful shout. Wisdom. Jesus walked in wisdom. Your glorious destiny is a destiny of wisdom. And wisdom can change your life. The Bible says in Proverbs 4, 7 that wisdom is a principal thing. 
Therefore, get wisdom. And if all you're getting, get understanding. In Genesis chapter 41, when Pharaoh had a dream and nobody could interpret it, they dragged Joseph from the prison and brought him to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said, we cannot find any wise man here like you. Make him the prime minister. He said, from today, you are in charge of everything except myself. And, and the destiny of Joseph changed because of the wisdom of God. The same thing happened to Daniel in Daniel chapter 2. When he interpreted the dream for King Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar made him a great person. Wisdom will trans- transform your life into greatness. Amen. A believer, a child of God, a Christian must walk in wisdom. Yes. That is your destiny. Where is the lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom. Wisdom. Look, for many of you here, all that you need is wisdom. It's the wisdom. Wisdom is what must I do? What must I do? What must I do? Must I go to school? Must I start a business? Must I build a house? Wisdom. Amen. Amen. May you enter into wisdom. May you enter into wisdom. May you enter into wisdom. Hallelujah. The destiny of Jesus was a destiny of strength. Strength. Where is the Lamb who was slain? To receive power, to receive riches, to receive wisdom, and to receive strength. You see, your strength is your ability to perform. Your ability, the energy with which you do things. Yeah. Many Christians are weak. Physically weak. Spiritually weak. Weak in their mind. Even your strength talks about your ability to go through things, challenges, difficulties, and still prevail and still stand. So many of us are weak. Amen. Amen. But a Christian must be strong. And fearless. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because you are a child of a lion. And lions are strong. Your father is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And if Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah and you are his child. The child of a lion is not a a goat. Amen? Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. 
You need to be strong. You see, today I was thinking about it that tonight is the tenth night that I'm preaching. Straight. Tenth night. And probably apart from grandpa, I am far older than most of you. But even those of you who are following me, you are tired. Even you couldn't wake up. Amen? Amen. But I tell you, you need strength to serve the Lord. To evangelize, you need strength. To preach, you need strength. To build a church, you need strength. To do something for the Lord, you need strength. To do something for your life, you need strength. That is why you must enter into a destiny of strength. That's why your glorious destiny is a destiny of strength, of you walking in strength. Even mental strength. Can I have an amen? amen. Eh? Caleb, when he was 85 years, he came to Joshua and said, give me my mountain. There was a land that Joshua promised me. I am 85, but I want to go for that land. Yes. When you walk in your glorious destiny of 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 strength, eh? You may be 80 years, you may be 70 years, you may be 50 years, you still be strong. You can still do things for God. In Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 7, the Bible says, look at it. The Bible says that the strength of Moses did not abate. Look at it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Your glorious destiny is a destiny of strength. Amen. Amen. You need to be strong to even bear spiritual fruit. Sarah was 89 years. And the Bible says in Hebrews 11, 11, that she received strength to conceive a child. Can you imagine an 89 year old woman carrying a pregnancy? But see, you are 52 years and you are saying that I cannot give birth. Amen. Amen. May you receive strength to be spiritually fruitful, to be materially fruitful, to be physically fruitful in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for the Lord. Strength. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. Do you have another translation? I realize as I, I go around that you all have only one translation. Pastors, you have to correct that. Okay, you must have several translations. You must have NIV. You must have a, a NASB. You must have Amplified Bible. You, have, you must have NLT. Do you understand it? Yeah, and use them. Moses was 120 years old when he died. Yet his eyes were not weak, 
nor his strength gone. His strength was not gone. Yeah. You see, when you walk in your glorious destiny, you realize that you can be 40 years, 50 years, 70 years. I mean, look at our grandpa sitting down here. Every time I come, he's here. Yes. Grandpa, how old are you now? 82 and how did He's going to be 83. Watch. Watch this. Watch this. He's going to be 83 years. How many 83 years are certain? Certain. I mean, even the ability to sit. But now they are, I mean, they have slept. They can't wake up. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. So that is why you must enter into your glorious destiny. Jesus has strength. And because you are heirs with him, you ought also to have strength. Jesus has riches. And because you are joined heirs with him, you ought to walk in riches. Jesus has wisdom. And because we are joined heirs with him, you ought to have wisdom. Jesus has power. And because we are joined heirs with him, you are supposed to have power. You are supposed to have power. But you know what is happening to many of us? Many of us, we are like the children of a rich man that is poor. We are like the prodigal son. We are like the prodigal son. The father had money, had a house, had riches, but the young man was so poor that it came to pass that he even was now struggling to eat and struggling with pigs. That is why tonight, God is showing you how you can enter your glorious destiny. It's up to you to enter. The power is there. The riches is there. The wisdom is there. The strength is there. But you must enter it. And you are going to enter it from today. I said you are going to enter it from today. Something good is going to happen in your life. You are not going to remain the same again. The glory of God will come upon you. Your, Your destiny will be glorious. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Clap your hands for the Lord. Ready is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor. Anna, your life must be honorable. You see, the MPs they call themselves honorable. You see a guy who is working in your area and he has become unit committee chairman. His normal called Aite. Everybody, Aite, Aite, Babie. You know, now that he's unicorn, he said, he's called Honorable Aite. Honorable Aite. But you see, when you are talking about Anna, Anna belongs to the people of God. Anna belongs to the people of God. When people see you, they must honor you. When people see you, they must see Anna about you. Anna. it is the case that many of us nobody respects us we are surrounded by shame we are surrounded by embarrassment do you understand it but in Joy chapter 2 and verse 26 God said my people shall not be ashamed 
my people shall not be ashamed. Amen? Amen. Joel, Joel 2, 26. Huh? You see, the reason why I'm not letting you open so many scriptures, the people, they can't open the scriptures, so. And he shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that had done wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. Listen, this is the promise of God to you as a child. So how come that we are, we are in so much shame? How come? There's no glory, there's no beauty, there's no honor, there's no respect, there's no riches, there's no power. Is it because our God is alive? No. 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 Amen. Amen. Glory. Glory. Where is the lamb that was slain? To receive glory. To receive glory. Jesus has been glorified. In John chapter 17, he prayed to the Father and said, Now glorify your son. Acts chapter 3, the Bible said that Jesus is, has been glorified. Now, if Jesus has been glorified, then it means that your life must be a life of glory. Glory talks about beauty, excellence, a certain, I mean, majesty, a certain majesty about your life. In your, in your family, you, you, must, you, must, you must be so glorious that when, when, when you appear, it is clear. It is clear. It is clear. I have seen it in my life. I've seen my life. God has honored me. God has put his glory upon me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I've seen it. And I come from an ordinary background. Amen. Amen. But thank God for tonight. Amen. Thank God for tonight. Amen. That you are going to begin to enter into your glorious Amen. destiny. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. And finally, bless. 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 Acts chapter 3 and verse 36. Look at it. Acts chapter 3 and verse 36. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 3 and verse 36. <laughs> that, that is why I don't ask for scriptures again. Is it because I don't like to quote the scriptures. I like to, to see them. Because many of you, you don't know the scriptures. You don't know things. Onyami Ona yebesumo Onyami Ona yebesumo Ona oba Ona wo ho 
son Jesus sent him to bless you. The reason why Jesus came was to bless us. A follower of Jesus must be blessed. Hello? A follower of Jesus must be blessed. If you are here and you are not blessed, you have not entered your glorious destiny. You have not entered your glorious destiny. Yeah, you must be blessed. What are blessings? Blessings can be spiritual. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. The Bible said that God has blessed us with all blessings in, in heavenly places. Salvation is a blessing. Amen. Salvation is a blessing. The gifts of the Holy Spirit. Our blessings. Oh yes. The ability to preach is a blessing. The call of God is a blessing. These are all blessings. Some of you, your blessing is linked with ministry. Ministry. You know, God called me okay, and made me to live my source of livelihood, a hospital to come and follow him. But he has looked after me. Oh, he has looked after me. I don't live on that hospital. It doesn't even belong to me. The man who took over my hospital, those of you who live in this area, you see, he has a hospital here. He has a hospital here. Map hospital. And then he has built a big one here, right in the corner here. Yes. Yes. But God has looked after me. He has blessed me. Your destiny must be a destiny of blessings. Yes. Jesus told Peter and the rest, whosoever has left father, mother, wife, children, lands, houses to come and follow me. Eh? And for the gospel's sake, he said, in this present world, he will receive a hundredfold. A hundredfold blessings. A Christian's life must be blessed. All the people who followed God were blessed. But they were all blessed. They were all blessed. Someone was blessed. Abraham was blessed. Look at Adam. The whole world, God says, I give it to you alone. He was blessed. And yet, you can't see blessings upon our lives. Why? So watch this. Because I'm closing. Watch this. There is your glorious destiny. Which is the destiny that Jesus received. 
It was a destiny of power. A Christian must walk in power. Where are your healings? Where are your miracles? Where are your signs and wonders? And Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 18, the prophet said, I and the children that you have given to me, we are for signs and we are for wonders. So where are your wonders? Where are your miracles? You know, watch, watch this. That is why a lot of people don't follow us to church. Because really, when they look at us, there's, there's no difference. They are struggling, we are struggling. They are not getting married, we are not getting married. They are stealing, we are stealing. They are telling lies. We, we even tell lies more. They are walking, we are walking. But God sent me to tell you that you can have a better destiny. You can have a better destiny. You can have a better destiny. A glorious destiny. A glorious destiny. A destiny of power. A destiny of riches. A destiny of wisdom. A destiny of strength. A destiny of honor. A destiny of glory. A destiny of the blessings of God. Clap your hands and give the Lord a shout. Now, let's look at our fathers that God has given to us. The fathers that God has given to us eh, are blessed. This church is a blessed church. The UD is a blessed church. So how come that we are not experiencing the blessing? There is something wrong. How many of you agree with me that there's something wrong? Like, like, like in your house, you can see that there is food. All kinds of soup. No, you saw your mother at the kitchen. Granite soup, light soup, permanent soup. There's fufu, there's rice, there's bread. And, and you, you are walking around the house hungry because you don't have access to it. Because there's something wrong something wrong. Sometimes you ask your father money. I say he doesn't have money. And you know that the man has money. The money that you are asking, he can give you more than ten times. But he but say, I don't have money. Why? Because there is something wrong. He said, there is something wrong with us. message is very simple sister there's a glorious destiny for you how many of you can picture the life that I've described that Jesus had power riches 
blessings, honor, eh? strength, glory. That is how your life is supposed to be. But the reality is that many of us, this life that I'm talking about, some of us we are experiencing it. Oh, I'm sure that Pastor Richard has experienced this glorious life. I'm sure that your pastors, oh yeah, for years, for years. Now the question is, how can I enter my glorious destiny? What is the key? What is the key? How many of you want to know the key? Now let's go back to the scripture. Oh Jesus. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm with. Come on. To honor you, Lord, if all my heart, Lord, with all my heart, I worship
glorious destiny. Listen. The Bible said that we are joined heads with Jesus. Joined heads. Into the old piano. I was old and Jesus Christ but how many of you want to enter this glorious testament now go back to Revelation chapter 5 and verse 12 and see what is happening there. Saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain. That was what? Slain. To receive. Which means that before the receiving, he was slain. why Jesus qualified for that glorious destiny was because he was slain. Ogwamba Sayeyi Ogwamba Sanase
said, Jesus said, Greater love had no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for us. He laid down his life for us. We must also be ready to lay down our lives for others. First John chapter 3 and verse 16. Look at it. First John chapter 3 and verse 16. Quickly. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought. And we ought. And we ought to lay down our lives for the bread. He said, when you get out there, I want to be blessed. I want honor. Oh God, prosper me and all that. No, what qualified Jesus for that was that he was laid. He gave up his life. You must be ready to give up your life for others, for your brothers, your sisters, for unbelievers. Yeah. Now you can't get people to go and do evangelism. Yeah. Most of you here. You see, tonight we have gathered. You want God to bless you. That's why you are here. When Pastor Rachel says, Pastor Niyama says, let's go and do so, so when a person, you won't come. You, 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 you don't want to give your life. But see, that's what Jesus did. He was seated in heaven. He gave up his glory, came to the face of the earth. When they asked him, why are you here? In Luke 19, 10, said, for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. He said, this is what qualified him. Rachel, do you understand? For the, for the glorious destiny. You see, that's why I'm saying that this, this, is, this is your portion. It's clear. You are joined heads of Christ. So riches, power, wisdom, strength, glory, all these things that Jesus received in Revelation 5.12, it belongs to you. But you are not seeing them because the life that he, li- he, did, he lived, you don't want to live that life. Yeah. The qualification is that he was slain. Where is the lamb which was slain to receive? Before the receiving, there is slain. Which is giving that. Which is suffering. Suffering. You must be ready to suffer for the law. Yes. You must be ready to suffer. You should be patient with God. Sometimes because you want to be righteous and serve the Lord. Eh? You can't steal anymore. You can't give yourself to, you know, a boy to sleep with you anymore. No, you can't do certain things anymore. You have to suffer. And suffering is part. Suffering is part of our lives. But many of us, we don't want to suffer. We want everything to be so easy. Yeah. So you see sisters, they sit in the church. They are not getting married. So now, so now any man that they meet in the community, whether it's a Christian, whether it's a Muslim, a Buddhist, a, a Malam, a, an idol worshiper, I want to get married. I've been in the church for nine years. No marriage. 
brother, I'll marry you. But the Bible says, what has light to do with darkness? What has righteousness to do with unrighteousness? Do you get it? How many of you have seen the reason why you are not enjoying these things? Because you don't qualify. Listen. Listen. Watch this. Somebody will say, Bishop, but if I'm joined heads with Jesus, then I don't need any more qualification. Watch this. That is why when somebody dies and leaves a will or properties for people, they go for letters of administration and they go to court to read it. Even though it belongs to you, there are processes and sometimes you realize that people don't get what they have to get. Amen? Amen. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. To deny yourself means that, you know, you know, it's like, when you say deny yourself, things that you should do for yourself, you don't do. One of the ways of denying yourself, one of the ways of denying yourself is fasting. Most of you don't like fasting. To deny yourself of your breakfast and your lunch so that you can wait, wait upon God. You can't do it. You can't do it. Do you understand? But Jesus said, if you want to come to me, you have to follow me, deny yourself. Yes, deny yourself. You must be ready to lose something. To lose something. Jesus lost his life. Jesus, for, 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 for all the time, 33 years that he was here, he lost his glory. He was born among sheep and goats. The creator of the whole world. For Bible, na fani nam dakuma ha na kanya misem. Ose ah na me pa sister ti semi brother ti semi. How can I be walking around with Bible? How can I be walking around with Bible? It's that you are you are you are beyond witnessing. That is why you don't qualify for this glorious destiny. How can I qualify to enter into my glorious destiny? Get ready to be slain. Get ready to lose your life. Get ready to suffer. Get ready to sacrifice. Sacrifice for the work of God. Sacrifice your money for the work of God. Sacrifice your intelligence to serve Jesus. Many of you are young. You must go to Bible school to be trained. To become preachers, pastors, ministers of the gospel. 
Some of you, God has called you. You know it. You know it. But it's like you have your own agenda. You have your own plans. You want to travel abroad. You want to start your own business. So the call of God, you cannot fulfill it. That is why you are not qualifying for your glorious destiny. Yeah. But Jesus said in Matthew 16, 25, whosoever keepeth his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. You know, I lost my medical profession. I lost my hospital. I came. I came. I had three children. Yes, I came. I came to die. I came to suffer. I came to follow the law. I lost something. I sacrificed something. Yeah. And I can tell you that I've, I've experienced and I'm still experiencing that glorious destiny. Power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, blessings. Make Said you are on your own. All his friends that he finished medical school with, they all des deserted him. When the church started, you know, it was a few nursing students and a few students. There was no future. 
Same with Bishop Saki. Same with Bishop Eddie. All your fathers left, came to suffer, struggled. It is your turn. It is your turn. One of the things that we should do is that we must sacrifice and suffer and give our lives to build the church. To build the church. Every one of you should find something to do. You must be a basenta leader. You must be a basenta leader. You must be a pastor. You must be a preacher. You must do something for the Lord. That is what opens the door for you to enter your glorious destiny. There's a glorious destiny of power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, blessings. It's there. And God says you qualify for it. You qualify for it. Come on. If your friends who are not serving God are driving cars, what about you? What about you? If your friends who are not serving God are married and they're happy, what about you? You have children. What about you? Who deserves children? Who deserves cars? Who deserves to be able to travel up and down? That is what I'm saying. You see, the Bible says, I believe in Hebrews 12, 6. Eh? And be not slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and patience have inherited the promises. We are supposed to be followers of Abraham. Abraham was so rich that they sacked him from the land. His son Isaac, eh, he became so rich that the people were afraid of him. Jacob said, I passed over this Jordan with myself. I'm coming back as two bands. There must not be poverty in the church. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Your life must be a glorious life. A wonderful life. But you see, you're not ready to die. You're not ready to suffer. You're not ready to lay down your life for others. Even the scriptures, you don't, you don't read the scriptures. You don't pray. Do you get it? Hallelujah. That is the word of God to you. As you obey it, you enter your life, your destiny of glory, your glorious destiny. Clap your hands for the Lord and thank you. Lift up your hands. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. I want us to pray. Somebody should take the mic. I want us to pray. I want you to pray. Lord, I am ready. I'm ready to serve you. I'm ready to die. I'm ready to suffer. I am ready, Lord. I am ready. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father. Father. I am ready. I am ready. To be slain. To be slain. To, be slain. to suffer. To suffer. To sacrifice. To sacrifice. To lay down my heart. To lay down my life. To serve you. To serve you. Clap hands and pray. Kaya bara sata le bara bara. Rapaya bara basata tala bara Lord, we lift up. Masoko de buseke anda. Rapaka tabaya dara Rapaya bara 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 bara. Rapaya bara basata tala. 
Answered and said, Watch this. Very I say unto you, there is no man that had left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel. Are you seeing that? For my sake and for the gospel. Yes. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands. Do you understand it? So, so Jesus promises you all these things. But before that, he said, you must first leave. Lose something. Lose something. Some of you don't even pay tight. You don't even pay tight. You, you don't even give offerings. at it. So your life that you have, that is not the life you are, you are, you, your life that you are living, if it's supposed to be 100, you are living like two. Like two. And then some of you, you become so disappointed. 
God is not blessing me. God is not answering my prayer. I don't see anything. I've been that is why people stop coming to church. But Jesus said, you must lose something. Romans chapter 8 and verse 7. Look at it. Romans chapter 8 and verse 7. Verse 17, sorry. Verse 17. And if children, look at this. Give, give me, give me, give me NIV. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God. And co-heirs with Christ. Watch this. If indeed, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. And I preach in one just. It is glory in the world. Of a sort of check. Now, about suffering in that. What's the suffering in my human mouth? No, that is what's happening in the church. It is sad. I believe that. For the last 10 days that I've been preaching, this is the most important message that God has made me to preach. Because many of you, you feel disappointed. How many of you feel disappointed in God? That, look, Yeah. But when you become slain, when you become slain, Eunice, God will bless you. You watch and see. You watch and see. You have been serving God all these years. You watch and see. Can I have an amen? amen? Lift up your hands and pray one more time and say, Lord, I yield my life to you, Lord. I give my life to you, Lord. Go ahead and pray. I'm ready to suffer. Ready to suffer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank in the name Jesus. of Jesus, help me to you, Thank Lord. Help me to you, the God. I'm ready to suffer, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, my life is not mine. To you, I belong. I gave myself, I gave myself to you. Lift up your two hands and sing it. Oh, my life is not my own.
Hallelujah. Now look at me. In Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6, God said, For my people perish for lack of knowledge. Anybody who will go home tonight to walk in this revelation, you would enter into your glorious destiny. You will enter it. I Speak to God about your life. 
Father's house. Go into a land that I will show you. Then I will bless you. 
I'll make your name great. I'll make of you a great nation. So, believe in God. Believe in the word of God. Be obedient. Yeah. Many of you are young. Be obedient to God. Follow God. Do what God says you should do. And a wonderful life awaits you. Power, riches, glory. I mean, when I look at my life, honestly, my background is not strong. There's no glory. I mean, nothing. But as I've, I've followed God for many years, for many, many years as a young boy to now. Huh? Job 36, 11. Job 36, 11. they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. That's what God wants for you. They shall spend their days Yeah. So be ready to lose something. Be ready to suffer. Be ready to sacrifice the qualification for your glorious destiny is being slain. Jesus was sacrificed. He died. He shed his blood. He left his throne. He came to earth. He was despised. Some of you, one or two insults. That's it. It is able to take you off. What about God? What about Jesus? They insulted him. They despised him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a glorious destiny. Enter into it and enjoy it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Close your eyes. You want to give your life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I don't know Jesus. I want to be born again. Somebody invited me. That's why I'm here. But I'm a sinner. I don't go to church. I'm walking in my sins. But I want Jesus to forgive me. If you want me to pray for you, to give your life to Jesus, lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Very high, brother. God bless you. Lift up your right hand. Stand to your feet. I can see your hands. Don't be ashamed. Stand to your feet. If you want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus, stand to your feet. Yes, brother, come to me. God bless you. 